MLM Nation, episode 124. You have to do what most others aren't willing to do, right? In order to become or have what others won't. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, this is Simon Chet, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Majora Jones. Majora, are you ready to make it happen? Simon, I am ready. Majora Jones is a single mom, college dropout, former salon owner, and esthetician when network marketing founder. Once she got started in MLM, she broke every single record in her company and became the first to reach the highest rank in her company's history. She's a seven-figure income earner inducted into her company's Millionaire's Club and received numerous awards. She's also been featured in several magazines, including the Wall Street Journal's Direct Selling Insert. Major's passion is helping others achieve the same success. People like her transparency and her no-sugar coding teaching methods. Major, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. I sure will, Simon. First of all, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be um, talking with you, so I um, appreciate that so much. You're welcome. We're excited to have you here. Thanks. Well, I want to start by saying network marketing was never on my radar. I didn't know anything about it. I thought I was living my dream life as a salon owner, esthetician, working in the salon doing facials. I had one of the most successful salons in town, and in my eyes, I was living the dream. So I'm going about my business, and I get a phone call one day. Someone is telling me about a product that they think that if I incorporate it in with my salon, that I would just be successful selling it. Didn't know it was network marketing at the time. Uh, didn't want her product because, you know, as a salon owner, we've got people all day long, every day coming in, wanting to sell you the next best thing. And I wasn't interested, so I told her no. I've actually learned my own lesson through my own story, Simon, because she actually contacted me three other times. I ended up telling her no four times. I was you know, too busy. I was a, a, a single mom of three. I, I didn't at the time have a clue what network marketing was. I had only heard about the negative and the pyramid schemes and people are going to think I'm crazy. And I thought to myself, you know what? I have so much on my plate right now. I can't possibly start another business. And, um, it just, you know, her, her calling me and connecting with me, I started thinking, you know, the product must be good, you know, or this industry or this company she's with must, you know, there must be something to it if she was, she's just being so persistent. So I did my due diligence. I got on Google and did some searches for network marketing. I did some searches on YouTube and watched some videos and I sort of educated myself on the industry because I feel like not understanding the industry is why I just fired off that no so quickly. You know what I mean? 
And I ended up embracing it. Long story short, Simon, we're not going to be here all day, right? So long story short is I decided to try the product. I decided to incorporate it in my salon. She was correct. It was um, the buzz in, in my town and in my salon. And I started um, slowly working that um, network marketing business. So definitely wasn't on my radar. It just kind of got thrown in my face several times. <laughs> That's an awesome story. Now, I want to ask you about when you were Googling network marketing. You probably found a lot of negative stuff about network marketing. How come you weren't deterred by all the negativity about MLM? Simon, uh, you know, for me, I, I feel like, I mean, there's negativity with everything. I mean, anything that you, that you look up, there's good and bad, right? Even book reviews and, right. and just everything. So I feel like I thought I, I owe it to myself to to weigh the pros and cons. I will have to tell you that I am a red personality, if you know anything about the colors, um, color personalities. And I'm driven by by money a lot of times. So, you know, I was I was struggling in my salon. It was successful, Simon, but there was so much money going out that I I thought, you know what, if I could make an extra five hundred bucks in this network marketing gig, then why not? You know, as long as I'm not gonna go to jail, as long as there's nothing illegal about it which is what I was actually trying to determine whether or not it was a pyramid scheme. And then, you know, everybody goes to jail eventually <laughs> or if people truly are successful. So um, I weighed the pros and cons and decided I wanted to try to make an extra 500 bucks. <laughs> so uh, when you first started, did you just sell the products off the salon or you started, you know, sponsoring and prospecting immediately? Um, Simon, I was selling them, you know, retail in the salon. I was also selling them through my replicated site because as my sponsor was teaching me, you know, you get different perks for that and this and that. But as far as building the network marketing business and trying to find other distributors, I did not understand that. And for me, I kept thinking, oh, I'm not going to let anybody else on, let anybody else in on this. I want to be the only one in town to sell it. And so I was really keeping it under wraps and wasn't really telling anyone um, the company it actually came from. So, um, so a lot of these people who purchased the products probably didn't even know it was a network marketing company. Then. No, no, they had no idea. They just thought, well, it's just another product she's got sitting on her shelf. So I had a huge boutique. Um, a retail boutique full of products attached to my salon. So, you know, they didn't question it at all. Hmm. So when was the turning point? When did you start? Um, and I, I'm just curious, while you're just retailing, like how much were you able to earn, number one? Uh, and what was the turning point when you finally decided, hey, I, there's more to this than retailing. Let me go sponsor a few people. When, when did that happen? Um, I was making some some good cash, you know, on retailing the product. The markup was 100%. So, you know, I bought it for 10, I sold it for 20. I was, I was thinking that was great. You know, um, I also could use portions of the product as add on services. So I was making money a few different ways, just selling it right out of my salon, then making, you know, these measly commissions, as I thought, wasn't looking at the big picture, didn't know the big picture was making these little measly commissions, selling the product, you know, through my replicated site. And I signed, I honestly only did that to keep from having, you know, $10,000 worth of product on my shelves. So if they wanted something I didn't have, I would just sell it through my replicated site. Um, the turning point for me was about the same time I had my aha moment. I was actually drugged to an event, did not want to go. 
Um, but thought to myself, you know, my sponsor's been pretty adamant about me joining the business and getting this product in my salon that she'll probably come and pick me up if I don't just say, yes, I'll go to the event with you. That was my, my major turning point, my aha moment, whatever you want to call it. I was sitting at that event, um, really nervous about four months into the business. And, um, I'm going to tell you what just caught the vision because I had, you know, research network marketing, like I said, I was kind of turned off actually by all the pictures of the shiny cars and the, oh, we bought a boat and we're taking, this is the 12th trip, you know, we're taking. And to me, that that wasn't motivation. That was just bragging and I didn't like that. Um, but I mean, I wanted to make money too. And someone got up on stage who was very shy, Simon, so shy that, I mean, she had a microphone and we, we could hardly hear her sharing her story about um, the rank that she achieved and her average income of about 2000 a month. And I think I almost fell out of my chair because I was making maybe close to 400 500 And for her to say that she was consistently bringing in a couple thousand a month, was just amazing to me because I, I looking at her like she's so shy. How does she do this? I could run circles around her. She, I, I related her, not I related to her, not because I saw myself in her, but that Simon, she was so opposite of me that I thought I've, I know I can do this. She made me believe in myself. I completely caught the vision and Simon, within six months, I was at the top of the company. Wow. So once you start uh, uh, you know, prospecting, you hit the top of the company in six months, did mm -hmm. you uh, go through any challenges along the way? Oh, my gosh. I think um, I went through every challenge and every struggle that everyone else has gone through. Um, did we ever really get past those challenges? You know, I was very insecure. Um, but, Simon, I really, I really try to simplify uh, what I was doing. Um, when I was nervous about talking about the business, I just kept remembering, you know, and thinking to myself, I know more than they do. You know, I need to just take a step back. I need to just engage in conversation, asking them questions. Um, it helps you to determine what you're going to talk about. And if you're really composed and you really just try to answer the questions that people have for you, um, it goes a lot smoother. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've, I have, I've had the fear, you know, I, I've had the insecurities. I still have those, Simon. I'm kind of nervous talking to you on your show. So you just have to step out. And the more that you do something that you're nervous about doing, the better you become, the more confident you become in that. So, um, so definitely I had those struggles. How long have you been in network marketing now? Uh, four years. Four years. So in the four years, I want like to know your worst moment in network marketing, where like your toughest time where like 99% of the people have quit, but you somehow you hung in there, stayed there. And then because of that, you are where you are at today. You know, Simon, I think it would probably have to be um, the people that were closest to me that 
gosh, they didn't even believe in me. They they thought I was crazy. They're they're think, they're saying out loud to my face, "You have a successful salon. You have you know this going for you. You have all this." What are you doing in network marketing? It's, you know, it's not professional. Simon, there was so much of that being thrown my way and, you know, all the naysayers and some of my closest friends and family that at times were just rolling their eyes like, what? She's gone off the deep end, you know? But that motivated me. I used that as fuel, Simon, to just absolutely prove them wrong and prove to myself that I was in an industry that was legit. And and I just I went for it. So did those friends or family, did they eventually join after seeing your success? Um, some of them did join. Yes, definitely. You know, some of them tucked their tail between their legs and said, hey, I was wrong, but I've seen consistency and you're still doing this and you still are reaching your goals. And, and I want you to share. I want you to share with me about it. So, yes, they did. Some of them haven't, you know, um, you can't convince everyone and, and, and certainly not, you know, for everyone. So um, those that are those that are willing to tr- step out and try something new, I think it's it's just a pr- it's a phenomenal profession I mean, what other industry can you can you throw the average uneducated person into? I mean, I don't have a college education, you know. I've got all the things that are are against me, right? You would think. But this is an industry that just welcomes anyone, that average person that can just take this business and work really hard and create an abundant life for themselves. Yeah, I know. I like the, uh, when you said that. Really important to. Me, uh, I want to highlight this is that a lot of your close friends, even to this day, you're like a seven figure income earner, and they still don't join you. No, they think I'm crazy. They still think you're crazy, <laughs> and like you just have to let those people go. And some of those people, they'll never. No matter what you do, they'll never join. And I think the important lesson is you just, like you just move on. Yes. Now you've had amazing success uh, in such a short time. What what makes your journey different from others that you see like a lot of distributors are not doing the things that you did. Simon, um, my gosh, I, I feel like it's, it's hard work. It is, it's, it's me. Um, not only having that, why, you know, your uplines, like, what's your, why, why are you doing this? I think that's great. We all need whys. We all need those 30 day goals. But what has really resonated with me is the vision of who I wanted to become through this business. I was wanting to reach my monthly goals, right? But I worked this business with the end in mind. I would get up, Simon, and tell myself every day that I was the top income earner in the company. I wanted that long term. I, I knew that I had to take baby steps every day and consistently work my business in order to reach that end goal. But the vision is what did it for me and what keeps me going, actually, because I would get up, Simon, and, and think to myself, I am the number one income earner, you know, even though I wasn't right. My mind's like, you're crazy, just whatever. <laughs> but um to myself, you know, I'm willing that in my life and knew that I had what it took. But more than that, I took it a step further and thought to myself, you know, what 
would the number one income earner do? How would she or he go about their day? Would they get up? Would they mope around the house? Would they lay on the couch and watch Prices Right and eat hotcakes? You know what I mean? Or would they get up and check their email, get on social media, share their story, you know, follow up with people? Would they get dressed? Would they go out and try to build relationships and network and how would that number one income earner spend their day? And, and that is what I did. I acted like I was already there. I had the vision. It was so strong. And um, it kept me going. Now, this is a question a lot of ML Nation listeners are probably wondering. Because uh, you have your vision, but you are also a single mom with no college education. And especially I want to emphasize the single mom. Because... <laughs> What was your routine like? How did you balance things out with three? You have three beautiful kids. How did you make that, you know, and to be the top earner? How did you balance? What was your typical day like? How did you make time to do the business? Well, I'm not very organized, so that's a great question. So my my <laughs> answer is not this wonderful, beautiful calendar and all these organizational skills. I lack organization, so that's another strike against me. I had to... Um, I had to have a routine though, you know, I would get up an hour early than I normally would. Okay. When that house is quiet at 5am, I would normally get up at six, right? So I, I started getting up at five, started working diligently that solid hour, no distractions. You can cover a lot of ground if you're completely blinders on and focused. So an hour early, Simon, I would get up and, and start my day. I would get my kids off to school. You know, I was still working that salon business. I was still had facials, you know, that I would do a couple days a week. So I was working in between them, but I was using this business and making it a part of my daily life. I was sharing the product and the opportunity with the people in my daily life. I would be in conversations in the salon or in the grocery store, and I would almost be waiting for a way to just interject my product or opportunity. I was looking for a way to be a solution to the things that they constantly complained about. Because when we're in conversations, isn't someone always saying, I hate my job or, you know, know, there's always a way that you can look to be the solution for them. So getting up an hour earlier, making it a part of my daily life, when my kids got home from school, I would shut it down, Simon. I, I wanted that time with my kids, dinner, homework. Um, I didn't want to just shove them aside. But when they went to bed at 8 o'clock, I would hit it hard and I would be online responding to you know questions and emails and reaching out and trying to build relationships and working till you know 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And I would do that every day. I feel like you have to do what most others aren't willing to do, right? In order to become or have what others won't. You know, 90%, 95% of the population isn't going to step out and make those sacrifices and get up an hour early and really be diligent, which is why most people don't make it. Mm, Definitely. Um, What would you consider... To be oh by the way before I go to the next question I want to ask you about the salon so how long did you how long did it take for you to finally decide hey the salon is not worth it anymore and then just go to this full time 
Um, about six months. Six months into my network marketing business, I um, I put them I put them up for sale. I actually had two of them. Um, put them both up for sale, and I had quit my facial business, stopped doing that um, a lot earlier on because I thought I you know this job's getting in the way. <laughs> I have to build this network marketing business, and I'm gonna have to quit my job to do it. So. Um, six months in, I, I put them up for sale and I was all in. I was completely all in. So your friends thought you were crazy then? They thought you were really crazy then? Right? Oh my gosh. Completely crazy because all my friends were, you know, customers of that salon and they're thinking, what is, she's lost her mind. Yeah, to do network marketing. That is such an awesome story. Uh, Thank what you. would you. What would you consider to be your proudest moment in network marketing? Oh gosh. Um, I think, Simon, when I reached the ultimate, it, it brings tears to my eyes, the number one position in my in the network marketing company that I was in. I mean, who does that, you know? But I, I think that was, I was so proud of that and so, you know, just pat myself on the back. And I'm, I'm very humble. I'm not one to just boast and go crazy and brag about everything, but I will have to tell you that I spent two years um, trying to make that happen with my words and really believing that I could do it. And when I was announced as the number one income earner out of all the distributors nationwide, globally, it was something that just brought tears to me. I was bawling. <laughs> I was absolutely bawling. And it just goes to show you that anyone can do it. I, you know, anyone can. That was my that was my proudest moment. Now you have a big organization. You see a lot of different people coming to your business, and you've had a very good experience as well. What excites you the most about network marketing from based from what you've seen? I think seeing how it changes other people, not necessarily the income that they get. But changing as a person, I get so much joy in the fact that I can be the one to inspire them or I get so much joy in the fact that they call me and say, oh my gosh, look what, you know, we just, we got to put my daughter in private school because um, we re reached our goal. And the joy is the, the best thing that comes of this. You know, we start out wanting it for the money and wanting it for ourselves. But when you get a team, it quickly shifts, or it should. There should be a shift in your mind and your heart and in your business, and your focus should be on helping them change their life, helping them reach their goal, because when you do that, Simon, it all comes back to you, and it's, it's the most joyous feeling. I feel like that's what people don't understand about network marketing, they think you're pushing product and you're constantly talking about it. And, you know, there is so much joy in this business when you have held hands with your team and, and helped them and witnessed them reach their goals. It's, it's just an amazing feeling. As we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. And the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? One, Simon? Let's see. Uh, Jim Rohn, okay, who doesn't just want to consume themselves with everything he has? But probably, uh, what is it? Success is nothing more 
than just a few simple disciplines that you practice every day. I, I love anything, Jim Rohn. Yes, fantastic. That's awesome. It's about the doing the things that other people won't do, right? The daily disciplines. Exactly. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? One habit, I think I really got into the habit of having those daily affirmations, just speaking life over my business and my family and and those I am's, you know, I am top earner. I am going to be successful. I am going to find a few more people this week to share my business with. So I think that the habit of that has has really um, made a difference in my life and just working your butt off. You know, I went all in uh, and never looked back. And I think that's helped. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Keep it simple. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Uh, keep it simple. And if you do that, your team can duplicate you and it just snowballs. So speaking about keeping it simple, what is your favorite prospecting tool you use? So do you use like a newsletter? Do you use like a magazine? Do you send them a link to a video or do you give samples? Simon, I like to just get them on the phone if they're, you know, out of state and it's it's not something, you know, it's not a feasible for us to meet. But I think that personal connection, you know, that's the biggest tool. I want to get on the phone with them. I want to meet them face to face. I want to learn about them. And that helps me determine, you know, whether they um, are going to be best, you know, by themselves researching it through, you know, my replicated website, or if it's a video. Um, the, The biggest tool you have is you, I think. I think that you need to be um, using yourself as a tool, so to speak. Does that make sense? So totally. I love that answer because people are buying you. That's right. Do you have a favorite online resource like an Evernote or Dropbox or like a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? I would say Voxer. Do you have you ever used the Voxer app? I love that with you know for connecting with my team. Uh, sometimes we all, you know, as busy entrepreneurs don't have time to spend an hour on the phone with everyone, but you can check in, you can Voxer them. It's like a walkie talkie app. You can edify them, say, Hey, I was just thinking about you today. Good job on, you know, that goal that you met last week. But you can also, um, get your prospects on there. You can follow up by saying, Hey, you know, Julie, just, just thinking about you. Just wanted to know how you liked that product sample. So I feel like the the connection of voice rather than actually typing the text out or the email out, um, Voxer has been such a great tool that um, I've used with my team and my prospects. Very cool. I've never heard of it. I got to check it out. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. What is one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Can I give you two, Simon? Sure, you can cheat and give even three if you want. <laughs> okay, I can sit here all day. Um, I, I feel like personal development is definitely key. You've got to grow yourself. So I read a lot. I actually, I actually, to tell you the truth, I cheat and I use audiobooks because I kill two birds with one stone, right? When you're doing laundry, don't, don't waste that time. Put some earbuds in and, and listen to a book. But uh, I would say The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. That is all action, okay? It is teaching you that success is through hard work every day consistently. And when you do that, that compound effect just works in your favor. 
So that is definitely a book that I would recommend. The other book I would recommend, I don't know if you've heard of this before. Um, it's called Purple Cow. Oh, one well, of my favorite. I was just I always talk about that by Seth Godin. I love it, love it, yes. love it. Yes, because you've got to stand out, right? You've got to, it teaches you how to just be so remarkable. Because Simon, in this industry, how many people are in your network marketing business? There's, okay, let's just say there's 100,000 distributors that are selling the same product, that are sharing the same opportunity, okay? Why would someone sign up with you? Why would someone join your team? Why would someone buy that product from you when they're being bombarded by 100,000 other people? You have to brand you. You have to figure out how to stand out of the crowd and how to draw people into your world. And Simon, when you do that, business just comes your way. It's it's almost autopilot. You constantly have ref, you constantly have people and prospects to talk to. Yeah, I love that book uh, by Seth Golden, Purple Cow. I read it back in two thousand five, and really taught me about you know how I branded myself online. And also in, in, with my network marketing business, why I built it. Um, so I'm curious. I got to ask you this. I wasn't planning to ask you, but since you brought up the purple cow, so what makes you stand out? You know, Simon, it's it's something that I never knew <laughs> about myself, but it's something that people tell me all the time, and it's my transparency. It is me sharing um, the struggles that I had. It's sharing the the hard times and the fear and trying to give solutions for those same things everyone else in network marketing go through. I remember that first $500 check. I'll never forget that. Um, I remember how hard it was, I thought at the time, to achieve that. So I think transparency and being real, you know, like you said in the beginning, I don't sugarcoat anything. There is no fluff here. Um, I am here to help people change their lives. I, I do that through my online training resources. My blog in itself, Simon, is just such a great, a great resource for people to get so much information they can actually implement into their business. So I think that me just, um, Sharing exact, you know, be, getting on their level. I, I I remember how it was starting out, and I try to just change their mindset and and give them some action steps and some hope, and and I love it. I find joy in that. I love training. Okay, Purple Cow, thank you for sharing that. And uh, <laughs> and ML Nation, definitely check out the Purple Cow. Go to mlnation.net and type in Majra. M-A-D-R-A and the links to her website everything will be there you can see how she brands herself how she is different and the transparency that she talked about and uh, and Nation I know you love audio because you listen to this podcast so if you like audiobooks you can get amazing free audiobook at mlmnationbook.com that is mlmnationbook.com so Majra the million dollar question you ready? I'm ready before we go to the million dollar question ML Nation I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar 
where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here are some of the things you'll learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. There's three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. So you didn't know your friends, family, you didn't know anyone. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, but you knew everything. You have your brain, okay? Uh, what would would be the first place or the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? I would go online, Simon. That's where the world is. I would, I would definitely find my place in social media. Would I put myself out there and dabble in all of the, you know, social media platforms? Probably not. I would probably have a presence on all or most of them. I would find the the one or two social media platforms and master it. I would invest in myself, invest in my business, find classes to take to learn the things that that you don't know. Um, I would also get on um, the YouTube and do searches. There's 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 Google Trends. There's so much online. There's so many ways you can reach out to people. That is the number one way I would build my business if I was 
if I moved to a town and I knew no one, I would, um, I would definitely start there. There's people that you can reach out to and friend on Facebook. If you simply use that Facebook search bar as you would Google, search for people that are living in your area that, that also like the things that you like. You know, you can search so much on, on social media. You can friend that person. Don't spam and friend a million people, right? But if you friended that person and quickly messaged them and said, hey, Julie, I noticed you're from Dallas. I just moved here. You know, nice to see you. When did you, when did you move to Dallas? So social media, Simon, it is, it is where people are. It's, it's how you can um, reach people across the world. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect with you, check out your blog, and contact you? My parting words would have to be, don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Because you can if you can dream it, um, if you can imagine it, and you put forth the effort and you work toward that and you try to sharpen your skills and you're constantly um, working toward that goal that you have in mind, you certainly, certainly can. I'm nothing special. Uh, I don't have any special skills um, and, and you don't have to. You can be average and be successful. So knowing that is is. Is huge, I think. Just believe in yourself. The way people can reach out to me is definitely on my website, madra.com. And if you want to connect with me on a more personal level and, and send me messages or ask me questions, you can find me on Facebook. And my business page is called Madra. So awesome. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Major Jones. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Major, that's M-A-D-R-A, at the search bar and the show notes. And all the nuggets of wisdom that Major shared will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Major, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks again and God bless. You're welcome, Simon. I appreciate all that you're doing to educate everyone about this phenomenal industry. ML Nation, a super inspiring Story from Major Jones. What an awesome entrepreneur. Major Jones, only four years in the network marketing and went to the top of company super, super fast. Make sure you connect with her, mlnation.net. And her name is Major. It was M-A-D-R-A. You know, a single mom, no college education. You know, got started with a hair salon that's on the outside did very, very well. But, you know, that's what inspires me. People who are successful. I always talk about the three type of prospects, the S-O-N-Ws. And the S are ones who are successful, more successful than you, smart. Obviously, even though she didn't have a college education, but she had a salon, she had like, and she's working there. These are the type of people, Emma, that you want to get into your business. And what inspires me is that this profession is attracting more and more and more of these people. If you look at the past couple episodes, it seems like a lot of these leaders all were business owners, entrepreneurs, right? So these are like your chicken list that you need to go out and prospect and never prejudge. If you went to major salon, it was busy, packed, you never thought that she'd be interested. She probably had a very successful business already, right? But you never know. Like I said, 
People don't tell you what's bothering them. People don't tell you the personal financial issues, what's going on in their personal life, or health issues, what's happening. So you never know what, on the outside, everyone may be happy, but deep inside, you don't know. And Major, she had a successful salon, but deep inside, she wanted more, right? She wanted to achieve something. So don't prejudge. Make sure, definitely hit, your, hit up your chicken list, what I call the S prospects. People are successful. If you don't know how to approach them, uh, you Definitely check out my sponsoring workshop but webinar. That's a two-hour, pretty intense webinar. It's free, but two-hour. Go to sponsoringworkshop.com. I'll give you the scripts and how to approach people like major. So a couple other notes I want to mention is that you got to, you know, persistence, right? Persistence, persistence, and be before you become. You know, if you believe you have achieved the success, right, why would you not go out there and be persistent and help people? And her upline, think about it. If her upline didn't approach her for four times consistently with follow-up, major, not only would she be, you know, uh, on, she wouldn't be on ML Nation, but she wouldn't be able to inspire so many people. She wouldn't be able to change her life around, right? So if you really believe you have a business that can change people's lives. It's you have the duty to go out there and follow up and share your opportunity because you never know. There's another person like a Major Jones out there who's an entrepreneur on the outside and being doing very well, but deep inside they want more. They need something else, and network marketing pro- can provide that. So it's your duty to share the business with every single person. Second thing that Major talked about was like visualizing, right? I kind of mentioned it. Be before you become. You always got to visualize. Even when she wasn't a top earner, she saw herself on stage. She saw herself become a million-dollar income earner. She saw herself as the number one earner. And that is extreme, you know. And so when it's so important because even when you're down, something like that, if you know the ending of your story, that eventually where you're going to end up, you know what? Those, da- those bad days don't seem that bad, right? It's just like a movie. If you know the ending of a movie and – now, if you didn't know the ending of the movie and some bad thing happens in the movie, you may, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to that person, right? But if you know the ending of the movie that the good guy's going to win, then when something bad happens to the good guy, you're not that worried about it for that. You don't feel that bad because you know that person's going to ultimately win out, right? Because you know the ending. And Major, she knew the ending. She knew what's going to be, what's going to happen. So uh, make sure you visualize and have that, what I call the movie of your mind. The movie in your mind that's playing of how you visualize your life, how you visualize the ending. Make sure that's clear and you're always constantly reinforcing that. And another thing is um, she talked about do what do what others won't do. You know, she got up an hour earlier, she stay up late at night. Most people don't do those type of things. You know, do what others won't do so you can have what others won't have. Right? Always do. And she talked about the purple cow. How do you stand out? And so definitely check out Major. Uh, you know, her blogs are pretty good. Her website's excellent. The way she brand, brands herself is excellent. Definitely check her out. Very good online presence. The way she stands out. Uh, her, you know, her transparency. And that's another thing. Her transparency. A lot of times your biggest challenges, frustrations, that she's very open sharing them, become your best stories. And you become more real. And when you become more real, people become attracted to you. So definitely... Uh, check her out and she'll probably give you a lot of ideas and connect with Major on Facebook as well. And I think that's it. I mean, uh, really, I just inspired. I just loved these last past couple episodes with just entrepreneur people, smart. You know, they may have been on the outside, just a single mom, no college education, but they had a successful salon. But deep inside, they had a fire for network marketing. And just, we're getting better and better people in this industry. It's just so inspiring to see that. Because, you know, I'm loud and proud to be a network marketer. I just... 
so awesome when we get these good people in there. And I definitely, for me personally, I've seen the profession change in the last 10 years, getting better, higher quality prospects into this profession. I think having the 07, 08 financial crisis had a big part to do with that as well. So anyway, if you like the show, please go to iTunes, leave a review. The reviews on iTunes are extremely important. I know some of you, been, some of you have been leaving reviews on Facebook. That's good, but iTunes is what will really help out. Also, if you don't use uh, Apple, you can use Stitcher. Uh, that were, were Stitcher that helps out as well and um, share this with others if you like this you know the best thing we're in the business to help others if you think this can inspire your team share with your upline downlines cross lines and um, I thank you ML Nation for listening and so I'm loud and proud to be in that remark I just want to thank Major Jones again for sharing the story please connect with her and remember we're in the profession to help others so go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today God bless you all Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. 